Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Thank you for joining us. You're locked into episode 129, Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. It's hosted by two guys that have never met in real life. I am one of those guys. My name is Colin Flynn. I live in Iowa. And my co-host is... John M. Craig. And uh, I live in my ex-wife's pool house in Redback, New Jersey. However, I am sitting in my friend's 14-year-old son's bedroom in Greenwich, Connecticut. Now, Now, he's not here, the son. The son is not here. It's not like he's sitting on his bed, you know. Like on his Chromebook doing homework while I record the podcast. His sons are not here right now. But I'm staying here. What what, what does a a 14-year-old son's bedroom kind of look like? Just uh, give us a a layout. I'll give you a sense. So so Greenwich, Connecticut, I don't know if you know anything about the place. It's a... it's a very uh, affluent community, it, it is, in, yeah. it, with, and it's close to New York City. Very commutable. Right. They've got in there, the Metro yeah. North. Yeah, okay, it's very nice. And so this house is a rental for my friend who's going through a divorce, and he. Uh, it's a three bedroom, and it's a it's a very large room. It appears that the the bed is queen size. Uh, it's very bare right now because it's it's kind of newish, you know. The, the right. whole separation okay. thing. So, okay. so it's, it's, there's nothing crazy in here. It's, it's pretty, it doesn't have the kid's personality just yet. Okay. You know, gotcha. cause right. it's somewhat temporary. So, and I'm staying here because I'm working on that TV show, Jack Ryan, you know, the Amazon series with John mm-hmm. Krasinski. Is that his name? I, I think so. Yeah. Something like that. He directed yeah. a quiet place. He was on the office and he's married to Emily Blunt, that guy. So it is season two, New York reshoots of Jack Ryan. I am still theatrical teamster driving a minivan, driving the set decorator. The set decorator happens to live in Larchmont, New York, which is only 15 to 20 minutes away from Greenwich. So since I start my day and end my day in Larchmont, this made sense because I've got this friend, really good friend from high school who lives here. Who's willing to let so. you see you sleep on the couch or whatever, as it were. Yeah, exactly. Like, so this weekend, because the boys were here last week during the work week, um, Sunday night to, I guess it was Thursday night, I slept in his son's bedroom, the bigger of the two bedrooms. And then, because he got a 14-year-old and a 12-year-old. And mm-hmm. so the then Friday night when the boys came over, I slept on the couch, and then I had to work E today Sunday because uh, we were shooting today and uh, so I um, so yeah so what is it Friday night fuck man Friday I left I got back finished work at nine o'clock I was exhausted I think I had been up since three thirty in the morning and then on Saturday morning I woke up at like seven seven fifteen with no alarm freaked out thought I was late for work missed work I mean that's like seven o'clock is sleeping in you know and uh, my friend and I went for a two and a half mile run I hung out with he and his his sons for a few minutes said hello got in my car drove to Staten Island not in my car the the work van drove to Staten Island picked up my personal car said hi to my parents got him in, in my personal car drove to Red Bank New Jersey and then. I saw, I didn't even see my son right away, saw my daughter, took her out to lunch, dropped her off for a dance competition. Then my ex-wife wanted to have a meeting. She wanted to talk to me, which is rare, but we wanted to talk with to about the podcast and things I shouldn't say on here. Basically, don't talk about the kids and their personal lives. Okay, great. Um, uh, noted. <laughs> um, she had a valid point. And, and don't need to get into that right now. But you, you have children. You just can't be specific about about you know. And I should be respectful of their privacy, or as the Brits say, privacy. I should be respectful of their privacy because that's theirs, not mine, and it's not fodder for my selfish fucking podcast. <laughs> I'm, not sure That's, what, what, I'm paraphrasing. Part, I'm paraphrasing. I'm not sure what part of, of Britain you 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 just put yourself from. <laughs> I, I, no, I just it's it's, uh, no. it's it sounded kind of like uh, what was that uh, back in the back in the I'm trying to remember way back in the in the day there was a political commentator from the United States who had this crazy British uh, weird. It was a bit affected. It was an affected accent. You know, so you don't yes. know. There's a, the fake Brit. Yeah. Yeah, he was a, he was a fake Brit, and he was he was like uh, the the top uh, conservative um, sort of uh, William 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 F. Buckley. 
Buckley, yes. Buckley, yes. Buckley, 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 yes. It was almost like he he stuck his chin out and he was talking like this was more of a pretentious. I can't, I'm not doing the accent, but you know, but yeah, Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's who you reminded me of. So anyway, Mm -hmm, all right. Yeah. So so now I, uh, yeah, and then I I was, I literally left here, Greenwich, Connecticut, like 10, 15, got back to New Jersey at around 12, 30, 1 o'clock. Took Kylie to there. To, to, we went out for sushi, dropped her off, and then I called up Cameron. Where are you? He's like, oh, I'm at uh, my friend's house. You will, aren't you meeting your girlfriend? I said, I'll give you a ride. He's like, I'm not ready. And it was like, it was like 3.05. And he's like, I'm meeting her at 3.30. I was like, so let me pick you up and I'll drive you there. We'll hang out for a few minutes. He's like, no, no, I'm not ready. I'm like, okay, well, come out. I was passing his friend's house on the way home for the meeting. And uh, I stopped by and I saw him literally for a minute. Hey, Cameron, what's going on? I gave him a hug. Uh, good news is he finally passed his uh, written driver's test. I think I talked Yay. about that. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Third try. He uh, So now he just has to do his six hours and then he can get his driving permit. He studied but, uh, for the fourth this time. He did guess. study. Yes, his mom made him read the book. That was the last time we recorded our podcast, I think, was See, a week I, ago, Saturday. I, I heard a, uh, yesterday I heard a podcast with uh, Kevin Hart on there. And Kevin Hart went on, on this uh, uh, little thing where he was talking about how important it is to prepare and to study and how now uh, he when he when he's faced with any sort of a situation where there's a studying involved he absolutely uh, does it because he he recounted a, a time when he didn't and it bit him in the ass and uh, yeah I think generally well, it's paying, yeah, it's paying yeah. dividends for the guy yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, he's he's doing all right. Yeah, yeah. he's doing all right. I, I did. Uh, I told you this. Uh, we we spoke a little earlier today, though. I did watch. I'm going to tell you. Uh, I, I did watch his uh, his uh, Netflix special, and uh, I did not laugh out loud even mm, once. Not, even once. No, uh, not even once. Okay. It was, you know, it was okay, but but I'm, I was watching. I was going. He is uh, the he is the top of the hill, the cream of the crop. He's he's the guy that all the all the uh, all the comics look at and say, I, I wish I, you know, Kevin Hart's got it. Yeah, you know, he's he's the draw. He's the man. Uh, and I'm not saying he's not a funny man because I think he's he's got you know his, his thing that he does. I just think that this hour that he did was, uh, eh, yeah. it, was it was okay. Meh. It was just near. Yeah, right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, it wasn't my thing. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, yesterday was a long day. I was probably drove as much, like probably matched the driving that I did yesterday personal to get down there to see the kids was, uh, similar to the amount of time I was down in that area. And then I came back here, uh, to the house and, um, my friend, it was a Saturday night for them. No, I had to wake up. I had to wake up at like two thirty, three o'clock in the morning, no later than three o'clock in the morning. Cause I had to pick her up at like four and it's only 20 minutes away, but it's still that. So I didn't get to sleep until midnight, a little after midnight. And I woke up without an alarm at 20 after two. And it's like, <sighs> so it was a very easy day of work. And I think I, uh, I get paid double time, uh, double, you know, like two time pay mm-hmm. overtime. So if that's true, I'll be very happy because it will be a, uh, a very lucrative day. I, I, I would work s- every Sunday for that. Yeah, which is awesome. I saw your uh, you you posted uh, on I think it was Instagram probably that uh, you had a picture of your phone and it had all these uh, like one thirty. Oh, my wake up times. Your wake up times. You, you had a, like a, yeah. a, a mm-hmm. dozen of them in there. So see now right. to me that would what you just did. I looked at it and I thought that would give me uh, uh, the ability to screw something up. I, I, I what I would have to do is and, and I've done this with my phone is just I'm afraid that I'm gonna I'm gonna check the wrong time. I'm gonna look. Yeah. At I've, I'm afraid of it. Instead of AM, PM, you know. Yeah, and so I'm going to look at the one, and I'm going to go, okay, that's the one. I'm going to pick them, and I toggle that one on, and then that's going to be the wrong one. So I delete all of them, and then when I have Yeah, them, you would, start from scratch. I start from scratch, because I'm afraid that if I don't mm-hmm, do that, mm-hmm. I got some weird mm-hmm. wake-up time that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick the wrong one. So that, that's like the Marie Kondo version of it. You you start from scratch. Like every day you come home, you empty out your entire briefcase, your yeah. entire bag, and you put things away, and then you start new every day. I, I haven't watched Marie Kondo. My wife did, and she's, uh, mm-hmm. she's you know, it's all about uh, finding joy and throwing things away. So uh, I right. guess, uh, yeah. Um, it no, it's the same kind of thing. It, it, it's a little bit harder to, to to delete the digital hoarding and the digital stuff, but it's like it's probably good. It's like a reset button. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, so the, 
I don't know how many more days I have on this job, but um, it's 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 exhausting. I went on Friday night. I went out with the woman, uh, Megan, uh, the woman that I had been talking to, but hadn't met her um, face to face in person. And uh, we had uh, dinner. It was nice, and uh, we had a good time. And uh, so I liked Megan her in, with a in person. G H A N or M E G A N? No, just a G. Just a G. M E G A N. The traditional mm-hmm. way. Okay. All right. Right. So, so you, it, it went, good. went pretty good. You went. So you feeling all right about it? You're feeling. Uh, uh, yeah, she's cool. Uh, yeah, we get along. Chuck, Chuck cool. Willery thing two and two love match. No, 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 no Chuck Willery thing. That's not what. No that's Chuck not what's going on. No, <laughs> no. Chuck no, Willery, no, no. who's some kind of a crazy. Uh, I don't know. He's Mister. He's Mister Nuts now. C- conservative, know. like a racist or something. I don't know. He but gets, uh, uh, no, I don't he, know what he is. He's not well, a racist. He goes to the. He goes pretty far to the right. I don't think he's what. And I'm not sure what alt right is. I'm not sure that there there that there is such a thing but um he's, mm-hmm. he's but he's pretty he's way out there he's to the point where you he says stuff that you're like uh, well you know, i only say the thing people uncomfortable mm-hmm. yeah. i only say the thing about the racist thing is because i think there was a michael moore movie and it could have been roger and me i don't remember which one where chuck willery was at a golf course and he said something that would be considered offensive he told a right. joke or something that was a little bit off color I can't remember what it was though. Uh, I could be making that up, but I it, it didn't come from nowhere. I'm sure. If I, would I think if it was it. if it was Michael Moore, it'd be it'd have to be a fat joke, wouldn't? It? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. It, I don't know what it was, but uh, yeah, fat I, guy I, I, with a stupid hat joke. A fat guy with a stupid hat and a hook nose <laughs> joke. A fat guy with bad hair, bad hat, frumpy clothing, and uh, makes bad movies joke. <laughs> yeah, he. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, he's, uh, I did enjoy Roger and me, but none of the rest of them. There's so many people that have been so but whatever. They, they really um, are. Now, yeah, they really. Yeah, are. I don't. Not, I don't like that. But I loved. I loved. Uh, I loved the love connection. That be back in two minutes and two seconds, and I really liked it. Now you you lived in Malibu. Were you ever on the love connection? I was never on the love connection. you you you're age appropriate to have been on that show. Could have. Could have. I was too been. young to be on that yeah. show. Yeah. So uh, and I didn't yeah, never lived out there. Yeah, the only show I was on was uh, the Arsenio Hall show. You, what do you mean on it? You were in the audience. I was in the audience. Okay, yeah. I was in, I, but I was actually on camera for for just a uh, brief moment. Uh, I wonder if you could ever find this, but uh, I the, bet you we can. Do you remember the, who the guests were? Yes, absolutely. Uh, Run DMC, which is what, why I was uh, there was a musical group, and they they uh, actually uh, walked out through they they did a walk through the through the uh, audience when they when they were doing it's it's tricky, and so they're out. They came out from back back from the area back of where the audience was was seated, and came through the audience when they were doing it's tricky, and then went out to the stage. So um, there was yeah. Is that one that you're on camera? Yes, during the and run DMC thing, and the other two guests were. Uh, I'm trying to. Think oh, I have it. I got it right had, here. Uh, Patricia Wedig was the one of the. Uh, she was from Thirty uh, Something, uh, the actress from Thirty Something, and uh, I uh, and uh, David Brenner, the comedian, <laughs> who's uh, yeah, that was like old school. Yeah. Wow, this is this yeah. was May. Apparently, this may have been May twenty first, nineteen ninety three. Now, was Bobcat Goldthwait on the show as well? God, I would think I would remember that, but uh, maybe, maybe, not. maybe I would think I would remember that. I don't think so, but because um, I would maybe think not. I would remember remember that. But, I'm trying to turn down the volume here as I look for you. Yes, Patricia Wedding <laughs> um, was there. Yeah, um, I was there with a uh, Jeffrey Dean, a, a guy that I knew from uh, out there. Who was a he was actually in the uh, he was a um, he was an independent record rep, which is. Uh, a uh, slimy business to be in, but uh, he was. He he made pretty good money doing what he did, which was uh, working records for for the uh, for the. Oh, you were in the radio business. I was yeah. I had been in the radio business and was kind of bouncing around. Uh, I was in between gigs for a little bit there, but uh, yeah, I was with Jeffrey Jeffrey Dean, uh, who lived in uh, he lived in Burbank. Uh, he did, but uh, yeah. beautiful downtown Burbank. He had a house back then in Burbank, which was a million-dollar mm-hmm. home, which was just a little wow. shitty little. It was well, it wasn't shitty, but it was it was a it was a bungalow, which was a million dollars at that point right. in, Bur- in Burbank. And I, I don't know how Burbank is priced these days, but uh, I don't think it's probably. Yeah, maybe it is. I, I'm just not not uh, thinking that is is uh, classy real estate because it's kind of I don't know. Can you remember the address? Because maybe when we go to Leonard Kim's. 
Yeah, I did, party. I, do, I do have Leonard Kim's address, by the way. He did text that to me. Uh, and, <laughs> by the way, hey, we, yeah, will you send that to me at some point? I want to look it up. I want to see where it is. Yeah, I've actually looked it up. I've done the uh, Google Earth thing, and uh, it's uh, it's it's in a decent neighborhood. It's it is in the Hollywood Hills. I mean, you know, don't, don't let's not talk about Leonard Kim's address no. on here. I don't know uh, Leonard well, I Kim, but I, I think he's not cool with me pooping in the pool. There, there was a little back and forth with both uh, Leonard and and his wife. Both both had comments about the uh, pooping uh, thing. I, I, I had to sure did they realize it was a joke? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think they did. I think he's he's got a sense of humor, and I, I did okay. uh, convince both him and his and his uh, lovely wife that uh, they there wouldn't be pooping in the pool. And uh, but uh, yeah, I, I did get uh, Leonard's uh, uh, address, and uh, I've checked it out. I've seen the pool from above, from uh, and all of that. And uh, it's no, it's not in the Hollywood Hills. It's near down. It's near downtown, but not. Uh, you know, I know downtown LA's kind of got some shit parts to it too. But he's in a he's in a uh, an area that I think is is pretty decent by the by the looks of things um, from what I've seen around it and things like that. So mm-hmm. it's been. A you see, I would love to. I would love to go to this party and do it. And and, and it's not how I envisioned us meeting face to face for the first time. But if we could do it and and, and increase the, the get the uh, production value up a little bit and do yeah. it as a live podcast like where it's like you know like those radio remotes that you do at some yeah, club exactly. and it'll be a shit show and it's a terrible broadcast but you have a lot of fun doing it yeah we'll give away uh, we've got tickets to the tractor pull this weekend if you just stop by and say hi we're broadcasting live right. from the corner of the la county fair yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, yeah, he he does things in, in a in a very very different way. He you know, I say like the pool the invitation to the pool party is is one thing I've noticed this week as we have had some uh, brief little back and forths. Uh, he he does a lot of uh, just calling people out uh, using the their 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 handle their at you know whatever at on Twitter. He just uh, asks a question of somebody like he's just uh, trying to he's, he's got a book that he and this other guy um, are. Have put together and they're looking for blurbs and, and and stuff like that from people and so they just ask or 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 um he will do something like uh hey i'm going up to like today he he, he had a post that was going up uh, somewhere up the, up the coast uh, somewhere for uh i can't remember exactly where it was but he was going up somewhere uh and he was uh, asking anybody want to hang out have lunch anybody i guess i don't he, he figures if you're if you're following him on twitter uh he may make lunch plans with you depending on uh, i guess i don't know how he's uh, he's just very, very open about his life it seems like well yeah i mean based on what you had told me i, I still haven't looked up his uh, older youtube account if it still exists the one that he was shy yeah, well, right, you, that he, you said he grew up where he was maybe yeah. social anxiety and a little bit Leonard, shy, and then Leonard he kind of overcame that. Yes, and do the TED Talk, Leonard Kim, and you'll you'll find that. Oh, he has a TED Talk. Is it a TEDx or legit full on TED Talk? It's probably it's not a TEDx. A, it's not a big time full. I I, I I didn't even realize until until this week that there was a difference. But it's uh, they have them apparently. Some of the universities have their the like using uh, University of San Jose TED TEDx. So the TEDx, I guess, is what it is. Well, yeah, you know, I took photographs for three. TEDx, maybe two or three TEDx events down by me. Okay, I did not know that, but yeah, it's a it's a TEDx thing, as apparently. Yeah, August third, two thousand seventeen. Yeah, and uh, yeah, the production of this one doesn't look very good. The one that we had, the the production, because the 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 um, national organization TED has like particulars that you have to adhere to, I believe. Yeah, and I've I saw a uh, I don't remember who it was, but there was somebody that was uh, they did another video which was basically about their preparation for getting ready for the for their TED event and uh-huh. uh, the practice that's involved and and uh, you know tr- most people when they hit the stage on those things they you know bam they've got it and they sound super smooth and super polished um, because obviously they've they practice a lot and, and which is um, a you know a requirement of the of the TED people they want to make sure that the uh, you know that the presenter is is really you know smooth at what they do and polished it and how they come across right and, yeah, so this yeah this is this is I, i'm seeing it here leonard kim sorry to uh, step on you well, why you should let your fears guide you yes is what he's saying yeah and it's yeah. uh yeah tedx uc irvine now it's got about 60 66 000 views it has 362 thumbs up 10 people have pooped on it they give it a thumbs down. <laughs> He's okay. got his pool. His pool's uh, been pooped uh, in ten times. <laughs> I will not. I will not poop 
on his TED Talk. Even See. if I watch it and it doesn't resonate with me or whatever, but I will, I, I want to watch this now. I'm not going to watch it now, but I w- I'd like to watch it at some point. I'll probably I, forget. Yeah, like I said, he's talking about, you know, it's social awkwardness and anxiety and stuff. So when he starts, he actually, it's it's there. And as he gets going, it, it uh, he, he gets a little more comfortable within his, within his own skin. But if you watch his videos and uh, he's, there's, I always get a little bit of uh, an edgy feeling out of him. Like he's, he's, a, you know, kind of got that going on a lot, which is, uh, you know, yeah. I, I think it, a lot, a lot of people do. And that's, you know, yeah. Yeah. Good news. News is um, that the this TEDx talk, sixty six thousand. You know why you should let your fears guide you. And then you know there's other ones. This is another TEDx. Fear is your best friend. John Cantor, TEDx Nusa. I don't know what that is. That only has eleven thousand views. Let's see how many people pooped on on John Cantor. Um, hold on one second. Um, one hundred twenty three people thumbs up. Seven people pooped on it. <laughs> we should change the thumbs down to a poop emoji. It should be a poop emoji. It probably would poop. be more fitting. Just we, we but now, now the I, I haven't looked them up, but the the first year that I shot the TEDx Navisink, so that's the area I live in. Like the Navisink River is across the street from the pool house where I live normally, and there were two people. So the way they did it, they farmed out all the video edits. So I did take um, event photos of the, of all the pres- the presenters, and there were I volunteered to edit two videos. So I was given all of the audio and all of the camera, the the cameras that were you know were used to shoot it. And I did one for this kid, Cranston Dean. He's a singer songwriter, and I did another one for a woman named Carrie something or other, and she had something used to be called the Bike Church, or then it became Second Life Bike. There, she's based out of Asbury Park, and what she does is she resurrects crappy bikes. And she has people from the community, like kids from the community, and they can work on a bike and get their own bike, but they also work there. So it's like a little, it's really a, it's a like great a, thing. And like both of those. Co-op sort of thing, yeah. Sort of, right. It's a big open space, a cool thing. And, and I had I was familiar with her, and I kind of liked this Cranston Dean guy. He was kind of like a storyteller. I had no idea he was like in his early 20s at the time. Like he had like a maturity about him. He was kind of funny, a good storyteller, and I liked this stuff. So, um, so yeah, I, I edited those two videos, and uh, I think they have a lot more views than uh, Leonard Kim. I'm just, I'm saying, you know, less poops on too. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just listen. I don't want to become like an adversary. Like I mean, Leonard Kim and I are going to become best friends. We're going to be buddies. Yeah, I, I have no doubt. I, I yes, and I'm, I'm sure mm-hmm. he feels much better yeah. now because mm-hmm. he did listen mm-hmm. to the last podcast. Yeah. I, I managed. To, okay, well, to, yeah, that, was, that, that was a mistake, Leonard. That was yes. really a bad idea. So yeah. I didn't know that we were going to be talking about Leonard Kim, but it just popped into my head. Um, and and you know, he, he like me, John Craig. He, he has two first names. So you can't trust a guy with two first names. So maybe it offsets, and maybe we can be trust each other. Yeah, he's got an old school name, Leonard. You don't you don't hear a lot of Leonards these days, They're right? Gen- right. I, I, well, you know, yeah. At least that. Do you know much about have, him? Do you know where he was born? I I don't. I really don't. I, I listened to a little bit more of the stuff this week. Uh, I listened to a, a podcast that he was involved with, and uh, I, I have heard a little bit more of the story. But I don't know if he was born in the United States or if he's. Uh, See, I, I believe so. But I'm not he's, sure. he, I believe he's Korean, right? And and so um, I went to school with a, a Korean family, and uh, my friend was Kisuk, Kisuk Han. Okay. And then the and and uh, when he was in the eighth grade, he got to, he chose an American name and he changed it. And the name that he chose in the mid '80s was Victor. Uh, why or how? I mean, so I mean, so I'm thinking like Leonard and Victor are sort of kind of. Similar, so yeah, it's kind of old school. Yeah, both of them. They they sound. So like I that. I wonder if I'd like to ask Leonard. Um, you can do this over Twitter, or I can do it, but I don't like to use Twitter. Um, I don't have a lot of followers, so I'm embarrassed. Um, why did I whisper? It doesn't matter. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, anyway, um, so yeah, Leonard. Uh, I wonder if Leonard was given a Korean name and then, or was given a Korean name and an American name, or just an American name, and and why they chose Leonard. One day, maybe no. you can ask him. Maybe you'll, I hope you'll so, face-to-face, face, after I poop in his pool. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's going to want to name drop that uh, he's got a, a somebody from New York coming to his party that is uh, involved with the uh, filming of Jack Ryan season two, Netflix. <laughs> Netflix. 
<laughs> I drive the set decorator. So whatever you listen, but you're involved. But you are involved nonetheless. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So all right. Well, I'd like to. Yeah. If you'll if you'll uh, indulge me and send me his uh, his address, and uh, when's the party again? July. Uh, Ju- July thirteenth. And uh, July thirteenth. I know that's a ways off. I have to figure it out too. I figured out uh, in between uh, now and then. I, th- I thought that date sounded kind of familiar, and uh, I have uh, some relatives that were planning a, uh, a uh, kind of a family reunion sort of thing. And uh, mm. where would like, that take I, place? Uh, the family reunion thing would be uh, in Minnesota. at Leonard Kim's house at the pool. I should, I should get them all to come to Leonard Kim's. <laughs> was, they want to. They want to go to a, a lake in Minnesota, uh, and. Oh. Uh, I'm like, come on, mosquitoes, uh, the whole lake thing, Minnesota. It's uh, it smells like fish. Uh, you know, it's. I we could do that, or we could go to Leonard Kim's. And I Angeles. said, let's just, let's just piggyback. We'll do all kinds of things at Leonard Kim's. <laughs> we came to. If we're gonna go fishing in your pool. If we could, uh, yeah. Do, do they have kids? Uh, Leonard you know? Kim and, and uh, Mrs. Kim, the lovely, yeah. lovely Mrs. Yeah. Kim. Um, I'm, yeah. I, I should know her name too. Uh, I don't. They have a Chihuahua, uh, and it's. <laughs> I so it's it's, yeah. it's Leonard Kim and the Lady Kim. <laughs> Hello, lady. Hello, my lady. I feel bad because she, uh, all right, I, I'm going to look this up. She has actually uh, she's uh, added us on Twitter as well, and uh, I should be able to look up her name here. If I'm, let's see. So all right, let me go to uh, to to see if I can figure that out. Uh, the um, yeah, uh, I, the the week around here has been a, a little bit, a uh, little bit strange. I, I'm pissed off. I've got a uh, got a contractor that's that's. Uh, I told you we were working on some stuff in the kitchen. I think last time a backsplash right. was being mm-hmm, done. Mm-hmm. Um, now I had a pallet full of cinder blocks that were delivered to the driveway, which I talked about last week, and um, those have uh, they're a part of a project which is going to be to do a window well for an egress window. And uh, this guy was supposed to be lining up a company to do that, and uh, the pile of of blocks is still there, uh, still untouched, and apparently the people that he had uh, that were supposed to be doing that uh, they have. They have uh, pulled away from the job. They're not. They're not doing it now. I don't know exactly uh, the, the guy that. Okay, so the guy that was working on the on the backsplash, um, he is a Mexican guy. Uh, Name's Mario. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, believe. I believe he's he's uh, here legally and uh, everything's on the up and up there. I'm not sure if. Uh, uh, something went on with with some sort of ice thing, and we lost our crew because <laughs> of uh, something like that. I know there's been a little. We had some arrests in town here. The ice people mm-hmm. were were around. Uh, they, they've done a bit of a roundup. Uh, so I don't know if that's made a difference uh, or not. But I've got a pile of. Uh, I got this pallet, a block in my driveway that needs to needs to move. Something needs to happen with this. I'm trying to find her name. Is oh, her name is Angie Park. At caveman at caveman syndrome. And, caveman uh, syndrome. Did you write at, a book or something? Uh, I don't know. At caveman syndrome. Angie Park is her name. Hmm. She's on Twitter. She's uh, married to Mr. Leonard Kim. And uh, sh- I'm trying to see what her description says. She does fashion shows at home and mukbangs. What, what is a mukbang? M U K B A N G. Mukbangs. Is that some? Korean thing and mukbangs. Now I'm curious as to what the hell that is, but she does those. It says, and mukbangs. Huh. I'm not I'm, sure. I'm, I'm looking up mukbangs. M U K. I hope this isn't porn. No, well, maybe I do hope it's porn. Uh, mukbangs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the the Park Kims, the Kim Parks, man, they got a lot going on. What's what's happening here? Mukbang is uh, a live online audiovisual broadcast in which a host eats large amounts of foods while interacting with their audience, usually done what? through an internet webcast. So a mukbang, you wow. eat a shit ton of food, and there's a picture here. Oh, is that her? Because there's a picture here of an Asian guy, and he's got just a whole shitload of food here. Is this this is apparently some something that's big okay yeah it's a big eating thing mukbang so wait a second i mean is this are they hoping that this is like an amsr thing this is like going to become a thing there's a lot of pictures of it apparently there are a lot of videos of this i had no idea mukbangs i know she's also she talks a lot about mcdonald's so i don't know if her mukbangs involve mcdonald's or what I'm wondering if this mukbang eating thing, if you could combine this with porn somehow. Maybe, maybe, I, maybe, 
Nobody's come up with that idea. I would. I would. I don't think that would work for me. A lot of food, big pile, no. of spaghetti, big pile of spaghetti. <laughs> no, I, I think watching someone eat is like. I mean, it's it's one thing if you're going out to eat with someone and you're engaging and talking, and the you know it's you 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 know chew with your mouth closed. You know, it's not like this big, or you're not talking with food in your mouth, but. Well, I'm not oh, saying they God. have to have poor manners while they're eating, but if they if they somehow combined, but the, why would I want to watch someone do that? <laughs> I don't know either. Yeah, really? uh, it's a new yes, it's a new thing. Uh, so, well, I, so I'm sorry. What was the other thing? It was mukbangs and. Yeah, okay, let me go back. She says uh, I do fashion shows. At fashion home. shows at home. I don't know what that means either. I don't what know do either. Mean, fashion you shows dress up at home the Chihuahua and, and, and mukbangs, mukbangs. So. And she's got it. Her thing I, is at caveman syndrome. So okay, I'm, I'm starting. I'm starting to think that uh, Leonard Kim. Yeah. And what's her first name? Um, Andrea Park. Say. Amanda Angie, Park. Angie. Angie. Angie, Park. Angie. Sorry. Sorry, Angie. Angie Park. I'm beginning to think that there's some sort of online catfish you of some sort. I think they're real. Like I saw the TED Talks thing, but I'm not so sure. I, he may be a well, hologram a of some sort. I, I don't know. Okay. Live video. You want to go to the live video? You want to hear audio from the live video? All right, hang on just a second here. I'm going to turn this up and I'm going to come back to it. So I think this should work. Hang on, let me come pop down to this. There's there's audio here. Are the Mexican coming back to do, hang the, hang to do yeah. the backsplash thing? Yeah, just a second. Hang on. Okay, I'll, I'll stand by. All right, so. Hey everyone, we're in the sunny town of Santa Barbara. Take a look around at the surroundings. We got the beach over here. We got these little cliffs over here. It's absolutely gorgeous today. On this nice, beautiful day out here in Santa Barbara. We're so excited to be here today. <laughs> and we uh, left from Los Angeles and we're also on our way up to Salesforce in San Francisco. And we'll be staying at our friend Natalie's house. But on the way over, we're going to... See, yeah, that's actually, he's, he's speaking at Is Salesforce. Is that Leonard? Yeah, it was Leonard. Yeah, he's speaking at Salesforce tomorrow. Yeah, on Monday, he's got a, a gig, some sort of a speaking gig with Salesforce, hmm. which is a big corporation. So I, I don't know oh. if it's, I don't think it's catfishing, but I'm not sure about this muck no, thing. No, I, I, no. Okay, they're not. Okay, I just thought it was a trap. Well, yeah, anything. I don't know what trap. the game is. I don't know what the end game is. I, I don't know either. I, mean, I haven't figured it out. But uh, yeah, yesterday, the, I think apparently the thing, or maybe I thought the thing today was they were looking for anybody to have lunch up in Santa Barbara. It might be like The Ring, man. That was a Korean movie. That and that's the Korean version. It's really scary, isn't it? A Korean movie? Am I making shit up? The Ring. Oh, that was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, both so, of them were scary. So yeah, uh, the uh, uh, I, I'm looking. I got to. I got to do. I guess now I got to be a Craigslist or probably Reddit. I, I think I'm going to go to Reddit. And I'm going to try to find somebody to. I'm going to try to replace the uh, the workforce. The the people that were around here doing the little odd jobs. Uh, the guy didn't actually completely finish the backsplash. He got paid, and uh, I haven't seen him since. Hmm. And uh, th this is why. Okay, so there are people that talk about, and I've had friends of mine that have brought this up, and and this is this is how uh, I think this is how white people get a dumb idea. Uh, okay, and the way, this is the dumb idea is they watch TV and they see these uh, these these flipping shows, uh, these these remodeling shows, and they they got uh, Tarek and his lovely wife, who's now an ex-wife, um, uh, and some of these shows on HGTV and stuff, and they think. I should flip houses. I could do that. I could flip houses. This is why most people can't flip houses is because these all these these fucking contractors, all these subcontractors, all these these guys that do uh, tile work and little whatever, you know, you, there's there is such a high rate of alcoholism and drug use in these trades that and I think in some cases now probably it's you got to worry a little bit like I said about the ice thing that maybe uh, there's somebody that's got uh, half the crew is is uh, here legally or maybe slightly illegally or completely illegally and and uh i am i'm uh, i'm not opposed to that I, I really am not but um it's possible that the whole crew could disappear just because of of ice or because of a scare because they, they all of a sudden they, they think okay this the the area right now is a spot that's being concentrated on by by the uh, trump's guys are here with their red hats and they're they're arresting people and uh, they so they all vomit us they take off for for someplace else for a while which which can happen but anyway what i'm saying is it, 
if you if you got the idea, if you're thinking I should I should uh, flip houses, you probably shouldn't because I don't think there's very many people that could be uh, a, a, like basically a subcontractor or manage a subcontractor even uh, to try to keep all these people on the job and working because I think they they fucking disappear. There, it's like this vapor. They they just stay as, as soon as they get paid, they're gone. So anyway, I got to find somebody to to dig uh, to dig the rest of the hole out front and. Uh, and uh, finish the finish the project out there. And I don't think it's going to be Mario. I don't think Mario's. The, I don't think he's the guy. I think he. I think I'm pissed off enough at him that I've got to, I've got to do something. So. Yeah. So, so wait a second. You're you're at home, right? Yes, right I'm at home. Yes. Now you, you today is what Sunday, April seventh. Now you you mentioned to me that you had a work related thing and you were going to be flying to Las Vegas for NAB. Yes. Uh, National Association of Broadcasters uh, in Vegas. Now, that was supposed to be a stupid early flight yesterday, Saturday. So That's true. What so, is going on? All right. Well, that did not happen, obviously, because I'm sitting at home. But uh, so here's what happened. Uh, I have been struggling with this uh, atrial fibrillation thing. I can hardly say it. AFib is what it's more commonly known as. A lot of TV commercials about it, AFib. Uh, anyway, uh, so uh, AFib is an irregular heartbeat. And uh, I've had uh, various treatments trying to uh, get it in check. And uh, uh, as of Friday, I went back into AFib. And so, which means that my heart rate was not going right. So I had to cancel the trip. The, uh, the doctors don't want me to go longer than, than a, a couple of days, basically without, uh, if it goes into a weird thing, they want to get it back into, into beat because we're, we're in this period, this sort of this healing period with the last procedure I had done where we're trying to get it to beat right. And, and, uh, so if it doesn't settle down and it's, it's been kind of trying to, uh, I've got a heart rate monitor that I've been, um, been looking at all weekend trying to see see what's what's going on but uh anyway uh if it doesn't settle down by tomorrow then i will go through the uh, what's called a uh, a cardio version which is where they zap you they basically it's like the paddle type things they put a couple stickers on you and uh, they give you a anesthetic knock you out for about five minutes give you the electricity and then your heart goes back into normal uh beat probably uh, and then they pull you back out of anesthesia and then uh, send you back home and then we'll reevaluate after that but yeah so that's what's been going on i did not i did not i had to cancel the trip uh i have uh uh we had trip insurance and all that stuff so it looks like oh you did okay i mean yeah, do you normally yeah. get trip insurance or is that uh, like uh, does the work pay for it how does that work work work, work pays for the trip insurance they and it's not a, a big expense uh particularly do you book all. your own flight or just uh, do you have a travel agent or someone have, we, at the company? We have, we have, yeah, we have somebody that. at the company that does it, and so okay. yeah, yeah. So um, it looks like for the most part, most of the uh, uh, we're going to end up losing about uh, out of the whole thing. We'll end up losing about a hundred and some hundred and thirty bucks, maybe out of the okay. whole thing. Which All right. not, and the, but then they lose an asset in Colin Flint. Yes, and I will. Uh, yeah, I will lose the uh, the the experience. Now there were, and there's a lot going on. I think this year at uh, the National Association of Broadcasters, I've been talking about this new TV standard that's coming out. Um, what is it? That, ATSC? ATSC three point zero. Three point zero. Uh, okay. Yeah, instead of one point zero, which is where TVs are now. Um, and uh, the biggest announcement is that um, they there's been a few test markets where they've been uh, they've been testing this out to see how, how it'll work. Um, it's going to be rolled out in thirty markets uh, in the next uh, short period of time. So there, there will be thirty places in the United States where this will be available. Most people don't have the hardware to try to. Uh, even uh, your TV is not set up for that yet, but uh, there will be uh, as these tests take place and they try to figure out exactly really for the most part how it's going to work. And there was a big one that was done in Chicago this year that uh, was pretty comprehensive and I think gave uh, gave enough ammunition to the rest of the of the uh, these these markets to, to get out there and take a look and figure out how it's going to how it's going to test. Uh, and then what will happen after that is uh, somewhere I would guess probably in the next uh, next year or perhaps two you're going to see more manufacturers probably samsung will be the samsung and sony probably the way it looks will be the first two that will uh, pop up and start uh, selling tvs with these tuners in them and then once that happens um, the way we view television i think for the most part all of our connected devices uh, phones tablets um, etc will have the ability to watch over the air television um, with the internet as the delivery device and uh, um, over 
over-the-air stuff will be will be there too. Uh, but your your all of your connected devices will have the ability to to view television and do a lot more with TV. The way it works, uh, the, what you're watching, uh, how you watch it, um, the 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 audio portions of it, the video portions of it, the, the delayed viewing and things like that is going to be uh, a, a lot different. It's going to be it's going to be a lot sexier. It's going to it's going to uh, really uh, change. It demonstrably the, the way we we consume video content okay so if i don't i want to know how powerful this atsc um 3.0 thing is going to be if if, if i have uh an atc 3.0 tv and leonard kim has one will i be able to virtually poop in his pool through the tv <laughs> i want to know how good i just want to know is it is it magic is it a game changer beyond the internet and streaming as we know it it, it really well you won't be able to poop in his pool but it will it is a game changer uh I, I saw the tests from the chicago market and uh they were able to uh do some things in the chicago market as far as uh showing that it's uh, stronger in, in a lot of cases or as strong as the current standard as far as getting the, the signal out uh and that would include uh just walking around with your like i said with you with your phone so you, you've got a phone and you want to look at you know you want to watch a something on abc cbs nbc or wherever and uh, you want to interact with it. it might be like the final four is going on right now as an example if you're watching the final four you would have the ability uh, to um, a watch it and b do a lot of things with how you watch it that you would be able to choose as a, as a viewer like if you wanted to um you, one of the particular players as an example you're looking at that you're like hey eh, who's that guy you click on that guy and it will, you'll have uh, a lot more background information like the imbd sort of stuff that'll be available uh, on the go where you, you can look up somebody's background or history or this whatever that the the network's decided to share with you as far as stuff like that now as you're doing that and, and you have this back and forth flow of information that's that's you uh, choosing a little more of the content the way you want to see it. The people on the other end are going to be learning a lot more about you. Uh, they're going to they're going to know a, a shit ton about you. Earlier, way earlier in the show, you were you were talking about uh, your uh, somebody a, a a high school student, a fourteen year old having a, a Chromebook. Well. Um, the reason Google is ingratiating, ingratiating themselves with a lot of the schools across the world these days is because if they can get a Chromebook in everybody's hand, every kid's hand, they know a lot about that child that's a that's a really what they're trying to do is build a data profile about those about those kids and yeah, um, yeah right right they're data yeah, mining data mining and and google does it as well as anybody uh they're doing an incredible job facebook it. does a pretty good job too Google, Facebook. Uh, I was surprised to see. I saw the guy that wrote the book, uh, Zucked, uh, about Mark Zuckerberg. I um, heard him interviewed somewhere. I can't rem I remember who did it, but uh, uh, it was an interesting interview in that he, uh, from from my standpoint, because I had always put uh, Apple in the group of bad guys. But according to him, uh, as far as data mining goes, Apple is right now really the only one of those big tech companies that has, uh, has steered clear of that for the most part. Part. They're they're more on the up and up, but if you look at Microsoft, if you look at um, you know uh, Amazon, you look at Google, you look at you know, all these companies. The the data mining that's going on is is crazy, and uh, the Chromebook world is is really giving uh, Google a lot of a lot of information about people that uh, about or, you know early information about kids that is going to walk uh, along with it's going to be with them. Google will have this, I guess, is what I'm saying forever. You know, they're going to be able to build this profile of, of whoever. And that's why kids at most schools now, I, the, the local schools here are just announced uh, this year that um, all kids will be going home with a Chromebook next year. And you think, well, that sounds, that sounds great. You know, it sounds great. And it's, but it sounds also a lot of people think, well, that sounds expensive. Not so much because uh, it's in uh, Google's interest to get that into your, into your household. And they're probably giving the schools incredible prices on these things. Not that they're that expensive anyway. You can buy one for 100, 150 bucks or something like that that that's pretty decent uh and uh if the you know if google's doing some sort of a big deal with a school and they're giving them you know a, a few hundred of those um it <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's behooves them to give give the school school district a really good price on it so 
Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's a big thing. So the, the, I'm kind of sad that I'm missing all of that, uh, and of course Las Vegas uh, and uh, everything that goes along with that. Even though we're sitting in a big conference room most of the time, when you're there, you're you're in this uh, indoor environment. But uh, you know, you, you do get to get out at night and, and see things and visit the uh, local marijuana constabulatories, constant whatever the the the, uh, the there, there's a big and I, I was really wanted to see this. The, the, they had opened the largest weed growing not growing weed selling uh, facility in, in the United States is on and is now somewhere on the strip. And I, I guess apparently they've got a place actually on premises where you can smoke it and um, all of the anything whether you're getting edibles or or the smoking vaping blah 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 the 10 million products that exist now um, uh, you know around that industry I guess are available at the store and there's also they had like this big visual light show type thing that's that's there and I'd uh, kind of look forward to seeing that that but, sounds pretty badass actually yeah yeah next 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 time around though so uh, and I, I we I, I keep waiting some somewhere in the uh, in the one of, one of our surrounding states here in Iowa perhaps I don't think it's going to be Iowa but somewhere in one of the uh, surrounding states, somebody is going to legalize it soon. I know you're in you're in a couple of now. Did New Jersey ever? Did you did they get around to actually legalizing? Uh, or did I don't know where that is right now. I, I thought they were close. Uh, that your your governor, uh, New York, it is sort of, or was it decriminalized? Do you know? I don't. Re- I decriminalized in New York City. I think. Okay. New Jersey. Cannabis. But you're not driving by. If if it were legal, you'd be seeing signs for you know the the places to buy it. You, you don't have billboards where or anything up that you're driving by where you can go. go to no, the, I go don't believe store it. And buy it. Okay. Well, it's, it's it says here two days ago, New Jersey canceled a vote on legal weed. Now there's a battle over how to fix the bill. Hmm. Okay. Well. Hmm. Yeah. So somebody here close is going to do it. Lack of support was the apparently the reason for it. Yeah, they couldn't get their shit together, man. <laughs> That's right. The ones who were supporting it were so fucking high, dude. They're like, oh, when is that meeting? Ah, oh, I blew that off, man. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, so could, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. possibly be true, but yeah. So anyway. So uh, so, so now, so then, so you didn't make it out there. You're kind of a little bit disappointed. And then on top of that, you have the health issues. So what are, what are we looking at in terms of uh, where you're at? You've been here before. When did this start? Uh for you started, again do you recall started friday started friday i know exactly well no was, but the first time the first time this ever came two years ago your, is when i was made aware of it uh yes uh in uh, march of 2017 was was the uh diagnosis since then i've had uh like i said a variety of shit that's been done it's it's right. a bit so to been try to get rid of kickstart in your heart Yes, yeah, been it's been a bitch to get rid of, and uh, you know, they don't, the, the, one of the most frustrating things is they they can't tell you why because they and there's there's people of all all ages, all uh, health conditions. Uh, when somebody develops this, whether it could be in their twenties, could be in their you know whatever you know sixties or whatever, when they develop it, uh, they, they 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 can never tell you this is the reason why they they can't pinpoint it. They they they're really um, n- n- no rhyme or reason. They're just getting around now to trying to figure out ways to try to fix it which uh i think we're about there i'm 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 frustrated with it but uh i think i'm uh, pretty close because really out of the last six months for the most part it's been rock solid i think i've got a little hiccup here i know that there was a stressful incident when when i went out of rhythm i was uh i was at work and i had a lot of stuff uh, going on with trying to get ready for the uh for the trip and i had a lot of just i was i was in a stressful state of mind and uh my wife had called she had had a, a flat tire and uh, she was uh, not very far from where I was at but she needed help getting this getting uh, the flat taken care of and I was just ready to say just you know uh, I, I, we let our AAA expire which is the other dumb thing we, we need to get mm-hmm. that back, back rolling well so, I, I, I highly recommend Allstate they, they may have a deal do they and you could use it the same day that you sign up for it no shit alright yeah AAA gives you like a like a there's a period of waiting time at least oh, okay. 24 hours maybe 48 at least last time I checked that was last uh, summer I will look right. at the Allstate thing so anyway she called Let's me and I was, yep. I was stressed and I was like I was like I was just getting ready to tell her on the phone uh, that you know um, you know let's let's try to call you know somebody and get you know and then I thought oh shit she's sitting there and it's not that far away and I'm I had this little you know back and forth going in my in my brain thing and I could just I could feel it's like boom there's just uh, I, I felt myself go out of rhythm at, the, at that moment and so I went and uh 
change the tire, put on the little, uh, you know, donut, a uh, little temporary tire thing on the vehicle and, and, and got her, you know, rolling and got her back on the road again. But, you know, I was like, oh, shit. I looked at my watch, which has the uh, heart rate monitor thing on it. And I was like, ah, oh, shit, I'm out of rhythm. So I thought, okay, just chill out and I'll go back in. But um, uh, that was on, that was actually on, on so that would have been on Thursday after late Thursday afternoon. So I thought, you know, I'm, I'm I've got a. I've got to let everybody know on Friday because of the insurance and the, all the travel plans and all the shit. I've got. You know, I thought maybe it'll overnight. It'll pop back in and I'll be. I'll be back to, you know, beating the way I'm supposed to on Friday. But that didn't happen. So, and uh, yesterday it tried to. It tried to normalize for a while. It was getting really close. I had a a normal. Uh, my heart rate was normal, but the but the rhythm wasn't yesterday for a while. So I, we'll see. Today might uh, today might be the day. I've been bouncing around, and I can always tell if it if it goes. I'm watching this monitor think if it if it does this weird sort of uh, deal where it, it uh, kind of bounces around in a in a certain fashion. I can tell it's it's trying to write itself, but it's not quite getting there. Are you when you say monitor, are you referring to like your Apple Watch or a device? Apple Watch, yeah, I got the Apple okay. Watch exactly. Which we're you know those those things are. I, if if anybody is you know th- considering getting an Apple Watch because of the the, the claims about the uh, about the health stuff about the monitoring and stuff, I'd say you know if oops sorry dogs are going nuts but um go go do it go go absolutely do it because uh, it, it does work there's they they work great and I think it's worth the investment for that for and they're they're also supposed to be adding more stuff that it's going to detect I don't I don't know what that would be but. There's going to be more ability for it to sniff out certain things. Uh, right, right. Yeah. Now, so then tomorrow you see the doctor? Yes, tomorrow at 10 a.m. So I'm hoping between. And, and uh, so you won't be going into work tomorrow morning. I mean, is your office even, is there a lot of activity in your office? Or, there's going to uh, be nobody there tomorrow, basically. We, we have some of the, the engineers will be around, but they don't, they don't. I don't really pay any attention to anything. Right. Yeah. Sure. So so now, you know, wh- what have you been doing? Just been taking it easy and, and sort of waiting for this moment of going back to... Yeah. So the last... I've, I've had... Uh, I, I have bounced back into rhythm by myself before. And the last uh, couple of times I've did that, it was just by basically being being quiet, being, you know, just kind of sitting around and, and uh, chilling. And uh, so I've been... Uh, that's the route I've been taking. Uh, so... But it hasn't worked so far. Uh, I may, uh, after we get done with this, I, I may go for a little bit of a brisk walk. Uh, and then uh, I was reading some stuff about, uh, I, I may go do the uh, cold shower, hot shower thing. Get in the shower and try to go back and forth between cold and hot for a while. And right, right. Because it's weird things that, that uh, could bounce you in or out. So I may try that. We'll see. But uh, Meditation? I mean, I, does meditation help? I think it does. I think it does. Hmm. Um, but I, I've gotten away from that, and I got to get back to it. The other thing that I was reading was, and this is, uh, I, okay, I was at one fifty-five. I've worked my way back up to about one seventy. I, I saw a. Uh, I was looking at uh, on uh, on the uh, internet, and I was uh, looking at YouTube. And there's actually a doctor that has a bunch of videos about uh, AFib, and he was saying that a ten percent weight loss uh, for most people does wonders. And I was think, thinking, okay, ten percent. 170 that would put me right about 155 ish or 153 wow. I was like I'm still babyish. boggles my mind that at yeah. 511 you are one in 155 but if you, you look at the been. guys look at the guys that are really in shape and I, and I, I don't have and I'm, I always go to the I always go to MMA because it was the you know, where it, I guess it's the thing that I see where they've got you know guys standing there and they, you see their weights uh, and so I can kind of relate to it now that I could do anything MMA ish because I'd get my ass kicked. But I look at these guys and I look, okay, there's a lot of guys that have that build that are about my height that are, and then they show them and they're 155 and they don't look particularly skinny. I mean, some of them actually are, are uh, way more, you know, way more built. Well, because they're muscular. Some of them are way more like, like if you look at Conor McGregor as an example, when he's just standing there, he's got some big fucking arms. He, he really does. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, and he's weighed less than 155 at some of these stuff. You know, he's, he, I think that one, he looked like Skeletor when he did, when he uh, fought at 145. But I would have to think at 155, some of these guys, I'm trying to think as an example, I'd, I'd have to look at that weight class, see what they are. But some of them don't look particularly. Uh, they, they don't look like they're like skinny guys. I guess put it that way. They, some of them actually look um, they look healthy. I guess is what I'm saying. Other than the cauliflower ears and the bad attitude, uh, but 
I don't know. Maybe well, it shows that he's five eight and a half, five nine, five eight and a half. Yeah. So I mean, he's shorter than you. I mean, I'm much shorter than you. I'm five foot seven, so, and I'm probably about one seventy four right now. Okay, so MMA one fifty five weight weight class. Who's in that weight class? I'm trying to think of some of these guys. I just was googling that. So that would be the welterweight class. So who are welterweights? There's a lot of badasses in that weight class. I do know that. That's that uh, John Gaethje guy. John Gaethje, I think his name is. That guy, God, he's a badass. Um, pretty sure. Welterweight uh, MMA fighters. Welterweight MMA fighters. I'm trying to find a picture. Colby Covington. Hate that guy. Darren Till. God, Darren Till weighs that much? Darren Till's really tall. Oh, okay, let me look at Colby Co Covington, even though I hate the guy. Does it say how tall he is? He's pretty built, but uh, anyway, Tyron Woodley. Okay, really? Yeah, he's got. He's way built. He must be short. Rafael dos Anjos. God, <laughs> laughing, looking at these guys because they're all such killers. They're killers. Yeah, these are not guys you'd want to. Uh, not guys you would want to face in an alley. Hmm. Yeah, Colby Covington must be short too because he's. He looks pretty thick. Anyway. Yeah, so I, I should weigh about 155. I think it would make a difference. Well, it shows that I should weigh between 133 and 163. Now, I couldn't imagine weighing less than 150. I can't even how to even get there. I mean, I'm, I'm running a lot, but I'm like, but I would look like a different person. I would look like people would think that I had HIV. Well, how long would it be since, how long has it been since you weighed that much? Did you weigh that much in high school, as an example? I would imagine that in high school I weighed uh, in that ballpark of 155 to 160, 162, right. but I don't remember. Like, I didn't weigh myself in high school. I didn't give a shit. Yeah. I didn't pay attention to that. Most people were kind of aware. Um, no, I don't know. I just don't remember. I remember I mean, my it, weight, like it, wrestling, my uh, the weight class, 145 uh, weight class, as an example, was, uh, it's different now. I don't know what they call it, what it is exactly because they've uh, changed some of the weight classes in Iowa. But um, those those guys were all badasses, like 145. Right. So like, and a lot of them were, you know, in that 510 range, I think. Um, okay. My son Cameron is, is your height. He's like 5'11", he, or maybe he's like 5'10 and a half, 5'10 and three quarters, whatever it is. He's 16, and I think he's like over 200 right now. I mean, he's a... Is he? Yeah, but it's not like like solid, like fit. He's 200. not right. No, he's not yeah. right. He's a solid... Yeah, I don't want to say big boned. I mean, I don't know how that works, but... <laughs> I, I mean, I he's got a... I had a uh, professor once, and I was uh, in uh, in college that uh, he, people were talking about big bone, and he would he would always say, "I have uh, seen hundreds of skeletons in my life." He goes, "I've never looked at one and thought that is a very big bone skeleton." <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So when you see just the skeleton, they all look like skeletons. Right. Uh, but I would imagine some got to be thicker than other ones. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, so I don't know. I can't imagine being down to like. He's not, you know, like like your, your son. I mean, he's probably, I'm, I would guess, but like most people walking around, like when I was running a lot, I know that my my uh, body fat percentage was um, was probably, and I weighed you know, around, I was probably about 150 a lot of times when I was, you know, really in shape there. And my body fat percentage was, I don't, I've never had it tested, but I, I I doubt if it was in the sub ten category. It's probably about ten percent, you know. And you know, a lot of these really elite athletes, these guys like I was talking about, like these MMA guys, when they're when they're in super shape or whatever. Not all of them. Some of them don't roll that way at all. But um, a lot of these guys, you know, they're, they're yeah, they got like five, seven, eight percent body fat, you know, um, when they're yeah, right, right. You know, so it just depends, you know, and, and most kids now, you know, unless you're really involved in some sort of sport, um, you know, like uh, playing something where there's a lot of running, like, you know, soccer or lacrosse or something like that, uh, you know, they're not going to approach that, you know, they're, they're eating bad food and, uh, you know, they're got a little roly poly to them and that's cool. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. But uh, as far as health goes, you know, I think you know the the closer you can get to uh, what they what really is an ideal body weight, and sometimes, unfortunately, you do start to look uh, 
you, you start to look a little unhealthy because your face for a lot of people, I, I know that does it for me. My face looks skinnier and, uh, you know, people start looking at you going, what's wrong with you, dude? You know? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I guess the price you pay, but I do know that when I'm, when I weigh less, um, I have less issues. I have less, less going on that, you know, as far as problems go, but, uh, I've been trying to, yeah, I've been laying off the booze. Uh, I, I drank when I was in new Orleans, uh, but uh, I haven't really drank since I came back. Uh, and I had, you know, gone on uh, for the last, basically, uh, six months or so I've hardly, hardly drank. I mean, I, it, other than the, the little bit of, I wouldn't say uh, binging, but uh, I, you know, I had some drinks in in New Orleans. We went to a few of the breweries, and and uh, that was okay. But for the most part, I'm I'm off the off the alcohol. I'm you know doing that. I probably the hardest thing for me would be to be caffeine free because I haven't done that. I may go that route too, which this is all making me sound like a fucking Mormon. I'm going to be ideal weight and uh, <laughs> not drinking all that. But uh, what are you going to do? That's why. That's why I'm. I'm really uh, hoping some one of the surrounding states, and I, I and I mean this, yeah, legalizes marijuana. I don't. I don't want to buy pot from uh, from the guy back uh, in the backyard. Uh, I, I've got a neighbor that I think if I walked over and uh, and uh, right. spoke nice to him, I could I could probably do that. But uh, I, I know what you're saying. I mean, I listen. When, you know, you know, I came up here uh, to Greenwich, Connecticut, and it, my my friend Vinny, he's got his two sons here, and his younger son, who's 12, big big Metallica fan, and he's a big uh, he's big into DJ too. He went to did some DJ classes in the city, and really. Uh, yeah, yeah, DJ so like, X. He even had a flag made. He he created this thing, DJ X, and he had his dad put the flag up on the garage. So he's do, doing the type where you you actually got the ten machines and you're making your beats and you're and you're. I'm not exactly sure. I didn't I didn't see a heap at the. It, I don't know what he has at uh, at his primary home, but here he I just would love has to play a with bass guitar. You know, yeah. but okay. but the, yeah. so apparently uh, the kids get a lot of personality. You know, he's a big like big huge Metallica fan, big metal metalhead. You know, right. he um he apparently he said to his dad, you know, like he um he he said when he saw me. Now he remembers me a little bit, you know, and and sees me a couple of times a year. But he said, uh, John doesn't look like someone who lives in his ex wife's pool house. And so I was trying to get my head around it. Apparently, I guess he thought that I would like have like a big beard and cocaine in my beard, which is a weird thing to think. Like, like I'd just like show up at his dad's house with the kids and they will be like, like, just like, <laughs> yeah. And, he, and, and so, I mean, I think what he thought I would look like would be like some like uh, one of those guys like that was a Metallica fan from like the 80s. And right. still wears his original metal up his ass T-shirt, but it has rips in it, and his hair is disheveled, and he's a mess. And he pictured the pool house as like a dilapidated garage that my original like high school metal band. So you basically don't want to buy weed from him. my friend's twelve-year-old son's ver what his perception of me should be. Exactly. Right. That's right. So <laughs> actually, he's a, he's, a, he's a black dude from from. Uh from wisconsin right? from, cedric uh, from cedric. milwaukee it's not you're, cedric. You're barbara cedric come on cedric can hook you up cedric i can tell <laughs> I I have, he said cedric smells like weed uh <laughs> so i i know that that's that's hat happening uh with him uh but uh i got a neighbor the guy back behind the fence uh, i've given him tomatoes and i've given him uh, eggs uh, uh over the fence so we're cool he waved at me we hadn't seen each other in a while we were the it's now it's finally spring and sprung and i was out in the back and he was out back he waved uh so so, but it's just the uncomfortable part of you know walking back there and and saying, uh, hey, can you can you hook a, can you hook a brother up? Um, yeah. And he's looking at me, going, you're not a brother, motherfucker. <laughs> Who are you? Right. You know, it's like uh, I don't know. I do, yeah, but because uh, I've smelled, I've been in the back, and uh, I have uh, I've been back there a couple times. I've got uh, a, a good cloud that has rolled over me a couple times. So, mm -hmm. so I know it's back there. I know I know the opportunity is there. But I would be, I would be, I would be the dumb guy because I don't even know. I mean, when you walk into the the the, the you know the legal places in the, in the states where you, they can sell it legally, you can just look at the menu and go, okay, I'll have one of those yeah. and two of those, so and you great. know what the cost is. So I would have to be like, you know, what, how, how much do, can I buy? Can I get a dime bag? Can I get? How does it work? Do they make a dime bag anymore? Can I can I get a doobie? How much are doobies these days? Yeah, I just want yeah. Yo, you got some doobage. 
and I'd be tempted just so I didn't have to deal with it again for a long time. If I, if, uh, you know, if, if I were to make the connection, man, I'd be like, uh, you know, how much is a pound? Can I, can I get it? Yeah. I just don't want, I don't want to look at you again. Just give me, give me a lot. Cause I just don't want to come back to the store. What about CBD oils and stuff? CBD stuff. Does that help you at all? Relax you or you haven't tried that? I haven't really tried it. There, you know, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's available, starting to be. I know that uh, you, you know some of that, but I is, I, and again, I don't know enough about it to, uh, to know which which ones to buy. I think right. online, I think you can buy on like so. If you want to get the higher strength stuff or whatever, and I I think that stuff online you can buy and get it shipped to your house, and and most most of that um, isn't being chased by anybody uh, in in law enforcement. Uh, you know, but um, I think unless you're mailing like. Uh, flower there, there was just a big buy okay there was a big i was telling you about the dead guy up the street here i'm going along here but let me tell this real quickly we we had uh, a, a guy here recently that was was murdered and he was uh, ended up being uh, found in a, a yard uh, not too far from where i live uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the buried body now, some of the details on this uh, have come out and it was um uh, drug related and uh, basically, around this um, around this group of guys that were uh, selling selling weed, and uh, they, they're given the details of all this, and it just seems so so ridiculous because it all... seems so crazy in 2019. I know, I know, to all die stuff... over weed. Yes, yes, it was a, a weed death, fuck? and and uh, I was like, I, this I see, and I don't want to have to go down that road with these people. I don't want to have well, to. They seem like some dumb ass Cohen Brothers movie motherfuckers. It's, yeah. Yes, absolutely. That seems nuts. It seems so convoluted. Like how? Who killed the guy? Uh, he okay. So apparently, in in the world of drugs now, um, <laughs> the the big thing is um, robbing other. If you if if a dealer, if people know somebody's a dealer and they know know they've got a large large amount of cash and most of them do, and they see him as as a as a probably a weak you know weak person or a mark or they think they can get away with it, uh, you go rob the dealer because they've got you can get their drugs and their money, and uh, whatever else. And uh, what are they going to do? They're going to call the cops? Or, or okay, so once that happens then um this big cycle of retaliation goes on and i guess apparently that's what the deal was there was a there was a robbery a drug robbery and uh this other guy basically kind of put out a hit on this other guy and uh, this whole story hasn't come out but yeah it's these knuckleheads robbing each other and you know there's there's big bunches of money involved and the stupid part of it is you can drive two states i could drive we're in iowa all i got to do is drive through nebraska and i'm in colorado and i can buy it all free how long would that drive take uh i have uh, plotted this out and uh, i can drive eight hours and uh, be in the first the first place i can get to is eight hours away Right, uh, right. To, to get through my part of Iowa and all the way through Nebraska. It would be eight hours and I have to turn around and come back, yeah. which for me, I could do that. I'm, I, I'm hoping that I'm crossing my fingers for, you know, I've got Missouri talking about it. I've got Wisconsin now talking about it. Minnesota's a very liberal state. Um, they're talking about it. So all I need is just somebody a little bit closer. That's all I need. That's all I'm looking for. Yeah, somebody a little closer. But <sighs> hasn't happened yet. Okay, so so what about Leonard Kim? He's in a he's in California, right? So, do you think uh, Angie Park and Leonard Kim could hook us up? And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mister Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we talk.